Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is the Daily Nerd Podcast, and you're here with uh, yours truly, Vinny Artez, your co-founder. And I got with me today, uh, John May. What's up, bud? How are we doing? Thank you for having me. Always grateful to be uh, on the pod Absolutely. whenever I can. Absolutely, dude. I uh, I really want to do a, a podcast about the Switch for so long, <laughs> and I know that we're the only people in our friend group that have a Switch, so if I was going to do it with anyone, I would want to do it with you. Hey, I mean, multi-console boys. I mean, you, it's the day and age. Uh, you got to yeah, multi-console. Dude. Let's go. I mean... <laughs> It's, come on, it's two K nineteen. You need it, two consoles. I mean, come on, you can't doubt it. Nintendo's always on their shit. Like, there's always going to be the ongoing argument between Microsoft and Sony, between the Xbox and PS four. But yeah, it, it's yeah. always like Nintendo is in its own special grouping away from that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, oh, first of all, how do you do you do you enjoy being a Switch owner? Like, do you feel you're using it to the most of its um, accessibility, whether it's at home or on the go? Um. Absolutely. I mean, I'm about a Switch owner for a year now. Okay. I, I have to be honest. I've been kind of uh, slightly lacking on my Switch playing in about the last month or two. Yeah. But, I mean, in terms of the platform of what it is, being able to, you know, sit at home. And I, I, I feel personally that the Switch is, is the best console to be enjoyed with friends. Mm-hmm. It's, it's definitely like a partier. Nintendo's console. always been those kind it's, of consoles. It's, all, it's always like the more, more of your friends will enjoy the Nintendo consoles than, you know, the PS4 or the Xbox. But in terms of games that they let out, I mean, it's Nintendo classics always getting revamped. There's always something you're going to love. Yeah. There's always something there that you can grab onto. Yeah. Even now, they this is a, not so recent, but at the beginning of the year, they started doing uh, Nintendo Online. So you have to pay for online, but they do this subscription service where you get to play retro classics on the regular Switch now. So it's actually pretty cool. I don't pay for it. I did it for, at first for a little bit, and I play like the original Mario and uh, the Samus games and uh, a Link game, actually, one of the first ones. And uh, it was pretty cool. But I love that Switch is starting to compete with the regular consoles because not only does it have great party games and solo games, but they have Hulu on there now. Netflix is going to be on there soon. They're really kind of like making it like the home entertainment console and not just like a uh, party console, if you will. Well, a- absolutely. I mean, uh, I feel like the Switch is is the console that looks at Microsoft and Sony and, and really bases themselves off of the do's and don'ts that they see. Yeah, the happens. advantages, yeah. Exactly. So they're always going to be the latest one to, to release Hulu or Netflix or like, like Fortnite, for example, which they put on there. But... As a as a, a switch owner, I'm always you know aware of the Nintendo Directs coming out, but um you just got you got to look at the games that are like you know between the lines. Yeah, they put out a lot of indie games that are you know like hit or miss. But as, as a gamer, if you really want to you know see games that are interesting, new, and push the levels. As a Switch owner, you can really get that with the, with the new online store they give you and all that stuff. That was something that I think about often, and I honestly, I didn't even think about mentioning on the pod, is that the Switch, there is a lot of side-scroller and platformer games that are not only just like what you think of, like 8-bit, 16-bit anim- 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 animation, but there's some really artistic stuff with amazing storylines that's just side-scrollers. And you can only, I mean, not to say that like maybe like, uh, what's one, Cuphead. Cuphead's all over PlayStation, Xbox, but like there's specific ones like Axiom Verge. And 
these crazy ass like cyberpunk or like haunted or um... I mean you gotta look at games like Celeste which, which yeah which exactly is a huge dude another game one that goes on, right on the Switch I mean I, I I downloaded Morphe's Law off of uh right but when they were giving out you know online games and, yeah. and indie games I saw Morphe's Law is a weird third person shooter that you that you get into it was cheap you know it's like it's a game that's fifteen dollars on the store you yeah, buy yeah. it I mean yeah I haven't played it a ton since I bought it I bought it about eight months ago but like. It's different, and I really appreciate the the uh, you know, the the amount of the array of difference you get on, yeah. on the, uh, the Switch platform for online games right now. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, being a Switch owner for a little while, before we jump into the games that we're excited for and are going to speculate all about, uh, what have been some of your favorites that you bought? Oh, um, I mean, I have to go. In, I mean, Mario Party revamp. This is a. I, I'm a Mario Party guy. I mean, I had an N64. I had a GameCube. I. I was I went from you know Mar- I missed Mario Party one I'll be honest even when we were hanging out the as, credibility but as I, kids, you I was always a diehard had, you two three had on the sixty four and I went all the way up to a seven or eight once they started switching on my, I'm pretty sure to the Wii I might have played one but I played some of the ones on the on the Wii and the Switch that other people had had and I thoroughly just wasn't impressed they thoroughly changed the game style and that's what me as like a diehard original Mario Party guy got kind of offended with so I love the new one on the Switch they they touch back and they give you that that feel of the of the original Mario Party feel, but they also give you the feel as someone who doesn't know the game can win. Like, anyone can win the game, the game's open, and that's a really good way to, you know, obviously build a party platformer-style game. Yeah, they did an incredible job of bringing back the old-school way of playing Mario Party and revamping it to the modern Switch. And, like, games, like, even where they're just regular games where you're playing on the Joy-Con or motion ones, you know, they did a really good job of giving you a mix of both. And even, like, um different game styles if there is something that i wanted to gripe about it would be that for the regular mario party mode there are different modes you know there's um there's like a music type of dance party mode there's regular party then there's partner party and shit like that and i wish that there were more levels in the regular basic mario party like uh match but there are so many more types of games to play just on mario party alone you know well see that's where i i feel nintendo and this is this is just me giving a you know hot hot take bold prediction I feel like this Mario Party is where they tried to tie in WarioWare as best they could because we oh, know yeah, we know these Joy Cons have just incredible technology built yeah, into them. Yeah, the, the motion so, capabilities. So, like you said, like with the dancing and the motion, like it kind of reminds you a bit of a WarioWare. So, I just I think Nintendo should take WarioWare and fully merge it into the Mario Party into one game. Mm-hmm. So, like for their next. If the, if the Switch is going to be around for a while and they're going to make another one, I could that see, would be the way to go. I can agree opinion. with that because it almost feels like this is like sort of like, oh, Mario Party's back and like, here's the new way. Let's hope you guys like it. And then if they, if I mean, I think it did well. Maybe you're right. Maybe they'll try and do something a little more grand for the next game. Although I feel like that wouldn't come out for a little while. But still, no, no. this one's a, it's wicked fun. And you're right, dude. Honestly, uh, that's Mario Party is one of my favorite games for the Switch right now. It's the one I play most often, to be honest with you. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I I just have to credit, like, get a side note here to credit Nintendo with the Switch. So what they did with these Joy-Cons is they literally gave us a way to play an original-style controller that predates to the early 90s, which allows the, the platforming level, you know, to be extreme and huge on this console, but make it simplistic that anyone can pick it up and come to it and play it, which yeah. I think is, is a huge thing with, with these games that are coming out. But, uh... Other games I have to touch on that I loved. I mean, I, I, I gotta say, like, solo games are in a different category because, you know, Mario Odyssey and Breath of the Wild, like, 
when the Switch came out, those two those two games came out quick. They were like one of the like the the three to original five that came out on that system. And they were really the only and ones they were inc- to like get incredible. Yeah. Like like yeah. I literally looked at them and they go, these are two game of the year cal- caliber games. Yeah. Like like no doubt in my mind. Like but that's a game you sit in your in your own and you play by yourself and you're just addicted. You just want to go back to it every time. So. But then I have like Mario Party and you know the the new Mario Kart on the Switch, which is also another incredible party yeah. like fun friend game. Do you think that they're gonna make a new Mario Kart soon? Because this the cart we have right now for Switch is just an ultimate version of the one that was originally on the Wii U, correct? I think it even dates back to Wii. I'm pretty sure they've put I out. Wanted four, to say I wanted to say, that, but I, I didn't want to say sound they, like an idiot. I want to say they've they've put out. I'm I'm pretty sure. Don't I mean quote me on this? If fact checkers want to get me, I'm pretty sure there's been four Mario Kart games that have come out between. 3DS, Wii U, Wii, and Switch, where they're all based on the exact same platform and they haven't changed it up. Another hot take on Nintendo, where, like, like so Super Smash Bros., which we haven't touched on yet, you can do an eight-person Smash. If you want to do an eight-person Mario Kart, you're telling me, as a Nintendo GameCube dire fan, give me back Double Dash. Give me a four-person screen, two persons, in, two people in a cart, you do eight people, Mario, like, that... That would just hit me as a Nintendo fan so deep that I'd yeah. be like, they're catered to what, like our demographic. You know what I mean? And I will say what this Mario Kart has done well is that as it's like just been uh, reproduced for the next system, if they add more players and more uh, stuff. But oh, what they yeah, need to do is like, they should have, you're right, dude, they should have different more game modes other than Battle and Grand Prix. They should do one, they should include Double Dash as a category again or something like that to get it, to, to give you more with it as regular, just like reproducing another uh, I mean, I, I, I just look at it as a, as a consumer, as someone who's been buying Nintendo oh, yeah. games for forever, for, forever. <laughs> like, like for 20 years I've been pouring my money into Nintendo, like you can't do me wrong. Yeah. It of course like that's that's why I'm like if you have eight player capability with Joy Cons and the convenience of it like make it happen like I I think that like they could really push the envelope in terms of gaming where they can be the party console because like PS4 and Xbox it's like you got four players that's it yeah you, they're not going back to a multi tap system <laughs> like what is this 1996 like yeah, come on yeah. so Nintendo already has an eight eight person platform like put out there. They should, us, be, they should be putting it into more games. Give us more eight-person games. Yeah, that's that's all I'm asking. That's mm-hmm. that's really it. <laughs> is that too much to ask? Is no, that really I, too much? I don't to think ask? it is. I don't think it is. Because you're already giving it to us. Give it to us on all other games. Exactly. Um, you want to touch on Smash though? We've been talking yeah. No, about I was gonna bit. go. I was literally about to go into Smash because it's part of uh, what we should talk about coming soon into 2019, and that's kind of why we're here talking about the Switch today, because there are a lot of games coming out that I'm excited for and that we should talk There's about. There's a solid three games that we really need to talk about. There's, I got a lot more than that, but hey. we'll we'll get into it. So, Smash, who are the fighters going to be? <laughs> I, I got to credit Nintendo, like, once again, on, on this Smash, they took every single Smash game they've ever made, every character that's ever been in any one, and they put it all into one game. I mean, you, you can dive into the... the World of Light story mode, which is a 30 plus hour RPG styled story mode, which is amazing for a fighter game to come out with. Exactly, dude. And I'm just looking at it as the broad, like, I'm going to pick it up and play it with my friends. I, I New characters, I love them. I think this is the most uh, fastest, like, like in terms of compatibility per character by making moves as efficient as they can be and equal in terms of any player. It's the best job they've done. Uh, I, I love, I mean, I have to say from playing it and playing a bit of the story mode, 
they're really stressing on the smashes. Like, side A smash moves yeah. are what you need to KO. And if you get a side smash for a last hit, that's when they do the slow down on the camera. And yeah, they zoom yeah, in. or the zoom it in. It gets flashy yeah, where you're yeah, like, yeah, I just cool. fucked you up. They add it more great. theatrics to it. Yeah. Exactly. So it's it's the same game that we've known, but I feel like they've noticed how many characters they have. There's, what, 64 characters or something I, in this game? Like, I think so. <laughs> like, upwards or maybe plus more than that? Yeah, yeah. So they, they've looked at every character and they, like, digest it as a science. They do a really good job on, on making them all compatible and yeah. being able to play in the same match without having any, you know, overpowered characters or anything like that. You summarized it perfectly, dude. I, you, you, you amazed me just now. And I love uh, the adventure mode. It's perfect, you're right. And I love how there's more characters to it from other car- from other games. So they're, like, little, uh, like, abilities and... Yeah, little cards, and they're like a player abilities, and you're like, oh shit, I have like Ho Ho as my main dude, and it's, it's like, like, bro, I got this dope Steelix, the point level on it's nine thousand. And, uh, and, and I mean, we're just yeah, going yeah. on about Pokemon, but like, there's there's Metal Gear Solid characters, there's uh, uh Final Fantasy characters, characters from, from every dude, other game that's included. Earthbound, like yeah, literally so cool. every Nintendo game yeah. that's ever come out, yeah. you, you get these cards, which which are cool because every every single battle you go into in that story mode, yeah, like I said, like I said, it's an RPG. So they'll tell you, they'll be like, look, like you need this certain thing because this world has sticky floors, but yeah. you have a badge that gets out of sticky floors. Like, yeah, it's really cool. It's, it's 30 plus hours, though. 30 plus hours of gameplay. It's like, <laughs> It's a lot. Like, <laughs> and I like how big the map is and there's interactive things where it's like, oh, you need this to go to get out of this path, so you got to well, go another way. Well, I like the dojos, yeah, which, dojos which cool. allows you to take those ability cards and reset them yeah. to whatever you want them to be, which is yeah, so, you can keep being so in-depth for... A, just a smash game like they did a, they did a great job on that so well, let, let's touch on the new stuff we're talking about some some old stuff from yeah. 2018 they, so who they, do you, well who do you think the character is going to be for the dlc oh for the so DLC. Give, me, give me some well, speculation they've let's already dropped some dlc right yeah well there's piranha plant and we know we're going to get joker from persona q okay. so that leaves what three other characters that we don't know about i mean the nintendo family uh like no matter what has been crying for waluigi he's been an assist trophy a while now he like we we've been dying but the thing is he's not like the new thing they did with echo characters or mirror characters like daisy is peach yeah it's the same thing but it's technically a different character instead of a skin in this game yeah like dark samus that's kind of bullshit dude Why? exactly that right so, now. Well, like it well dark pit and pit were in in like the three like the 3ds game so like they said they have echo characters now but you can't echo waluigi off luigi because they're they're two fully different characters based on their mechanics their gameplay like what Waluigi's moveset would be would not mirror what Luigi is because they're two different body types. So I I feel like they should step away from the assist trophy Waluigi, give the Nintendo world the full Waluigi character that, that, that has been <laughs> cried out for. I mean, everyone cried out for King K. Rule. He came out in this game. Ridley from Metroid was was cried out for. He came out in this game. They, they even put Inkling in. They like, yep. There's so many new characters. Get Waluigi into the Smash realm, please. Yeah. And I feel like they've been adding a lot of, um, not not Sony, but more of like Japanese, uh, in, like uh, char- characters from games, like uh, like Persona, Final Fantasy, so, um, Ryu from Street Fighter, uh, Snake from Metal Gear Solid, Snake, exactly, um, Sonic was, from, I mean, yeah, exactly, well, so, so, yeah, Sonic. well, Sonic, Sega, but that, that yeah, they're, yeah, yeah, they're reaching, they're they're doing a good job of reaching out to smaller companies that have made games in the past that are recognizable yeah. characters and yeah. saying like Pac Man, like yeah. we want you in this game, and then instead they include the Belmonts from Castlevania. Wait, I loved it, See, dude. Wait, no, they no. should have given us Alucard, not two Belmonts. I was talking to Dan Sweet <laughs> about this earlier today. 
Alucard is the greatest character they have in that Castlevania anime, which is a totally different stuff from Yeah, we're not even going to get into that. We're not going to get into that. But that's a character that we would love to see in Smash. How how could they not do that? It's Dracula's son. How could you not love it? That's what I'm saying. Why didn't they give us that? Um, So so you give me a hot take of a character then that you want to see in in the Smash downloads. Sora, dog. Kingdom Hearts 3 just came out. See, that's PlayStation. That's that's Sony, though, though. Sony. No, it was Square Enix, and that was the same from Cloud. So if Cloud can be in there, the same the same guy who created Final Fantasy VII, Cloud created Kingdom Hearts. He can put Sora in that shit. But that's an inte- I feel like because of Sora's connection connection to Disney, yeah, that that would just have to blow the window open, and you'd just be like, like Nintendo would panic almost and be like, we have to have Disney in here now, yeah, because like, be there's some fire Disney characters that you could throw into a Smash fighting style game. But I feel they look at their animation based on gameplay and all yeah. that, how they're different. And they try to tie everything in, and I feel that the Disney versus like the Smash animation, just like what you would expect of it, they they wouldn't give you it. It just it wouldn't okay. deliver what you needed. I think you're going too hard into it. I don't think they would ever do Disney characters cool. It would be, but it's still Square Enix and it's still Japanese entertainment. Kingdom Hearts is just as big in Japan as it is here, if not bigger. So I could see Sora being a character. That yeah, that would be the only one because they already do Cloud, obviously. Exactly. So so I'd love to see Sora, and let me um. I don't know, man. It'd be cool to see, like, fucking... Oh, man. Dude, It'd got... be cool to see another Final Fantasy character. Other than Sora, like, maybe Squall from Final Fantasy Nine. That'd be really cool. I mean, yeah, Final Fantasy... I, I feel like they shouldn't dive as much into that in terms of characters. I mean, they've already put up too many Fire Emblem characters. No more, no more Pokemon. Give me, I don't want any more Pokemon characters. There's yeah. too many. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Same it's, thing with Fire Emblem characters. You know too, who I want? I give me a. This is a deep cut right now, going into the Paper Mario worlds. For those of you that know, but I want a Tubba Blubba, wow. which would be a Bowser Echo character. Yeah, in the the purple. That skin, would actually which, work perfectly. Exactly, but it, it would just give you something that you can put into the game for more depth. Just add an extra character who's subtly different. But what you give him more power and slow him down. You speed him up and give him less power. That's all you got to do for it. So. You know who'll never be in there? Goku. Or anyone from oh, Dragon no. Ball. Oh, no. Dragon Ball Z is never going to... Dragon Ball Z is on, is on its own fighting game level. That, like, yeah, it's... Jump Force. There's like... It's already its exactly. own thing. No, exactly. It would never work. Exactly. It's like if it's like trying to take Tekken characters and put them in Smash. Like, that's not going to happen. Because yeah. it's just... It's Tekken Although, or Mortal Kombat. A Mortal Kombat, yeah. Same thing. But I would... Dude, it'd be so sweet if Sora was a character. I would flip the I fuck could, out. Yes. I would like if they did what they did with Shulk, where you could have, like, a button that could change his Keyblades. Because then... It, a true, like you, you would be a true, obviously, Kingdom Hearts fan. You would appreciate being able to change between Keyblade yeah, and different yeah. abilities and powers. Because like, he uses magic in yeah, that the game, cer- Yeah, the certain like little nuances to the character that makes you love it. And the, the, what they really do good in Smash is really like establishing the nuances and how it's playable for and different for each character. Absolutely. Um, any more hot takes on Smash? No, no I mean... I can't I really mean, think of anyone more. Pot, I just want we, Sora. We could pot about Smash for like three hours if we really yeah. wanted to. That's yeah. the type of game it is. I mean, it, everyone loves it. Uh, dude, so Luigi's Mansion 3. How do you feel about that? All right, so... I've always been a fan of the spinoff of Luigi's Mansion, giving Luigi his own game, but it has that like that sketchy, eerie feel to it. Yeah, yeah. But... It's a hard game. Like, if you ever dived into a Luigi's Mansion game, like, it's not easy. Like, you need to know what you're doing. It's it's not the same style as a Mario game of, of what you'd get. Yeah. But I like how they put the darkness into it. Mm-hmm. Like, of, like, oh, it's a haunted mansion that you're going into and stuff. So, 
Luigi's Mansion 3, I mean, I haven't watched the trailer of it, I'll be honest. I don't think there's any trailers out right or now. Any there's just like, or anything? They're, they're just no, mentioning of it? It's just like Luigi's Mansion 3, it's just the to title. To be determined date or whatever, yeah, of course. 2019. Yeah. So we so, have, to, we have. Uh, I got a couple games like that that we're just, we'll talk I mean, about that's, as a Switch owner, that's a game I would love to dive into. Yeah, I would, especially like I would the nostalgia from the first one, because I know exactly. you like the original one on GameCube. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, they put a good amount of mystery and like, it's it's not like a Mario game where it's like levels and it's like beat this level, which is like a certain way to beat the level. Yeah. The Luigi's Mansion games have more of a mystery and like it challenges you a little more mentally on trying to like be in the right place and do the right thing and yeah. stuff. Then, but there's backtracking obviously based on the way the map is versus like how you have a side scroller Mario game usually or like you got to find certain things in an open world. There's not a lot of the backtracking that you get like you do in the Luigi's. Yes. Yeah. So the game style to it, I'm interested to see. Interested to see how it will be played on the Switch, given it's a better console. How like how yes. it would next, change. Yes. Uh, next gen console. What they'll add more to the to the game to the playing of it. You know. Um, Ultimate Alliance Three. So this is only coming out on the Switch. I think that's a weird call. I'm excited. There's uh there's online play. There's gonna be local play. Uh, we can either play together like on the same console or on our two consoles, as you would imagine, because it's a fucking Switch and it's awesome like that. Um, it's going to mostly follow Infinity War, kind of. Thanos has all the Infinity uh, Stones, and you have to take down the Black Order, which is uh, the his like henchman that we saw in Infinity War. So I'm excited to see. I hope they add as many characters as they did in the original one. That was one thing you and me uh, played a lot when we were growing up was also Alliance 1 and 2. Alliance 1, we went hard. I remember like staying up to like 2, 3 in the morning yeah. playing that shit. I mean, dude, you as Spider-Man, me as Iceman. That was let's, it. Let's, leave it, let's just leave it <laughs> yeah. at that. Like, So I'm interested to see how it'll play out. If it, I, I feel like it's going to be a little janky, to be honest with you. Um, I just I don't know if it'll translate well into this modern age. But um, what do you right. think? So I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm a big fan of the fact that they they went Switch exclusive, which which is weird as a hot take, but it's something like in uh in the Mario Party stuff that we don't use, uh like when when like the mini games in Mario Party where you can play baseball, but I can use two different portable screens to get a view of the outfield as an outfield team and the batting team, so you do two on two, but there's a there's a you know like the two different view styles based on using your portable screens. Like I said, the technology in these Switches is so much. Yeah. So I feel like this is a game that'll really heighten the technology in the Switch where it's like, say you and I aren't at our houses, but we both have our Switches. We're out, you know, at Goddard Park, and we both happen to have our Switches. Yeah, yeah. We can use both of our screens together to work off of on a map on in this one game. So, I mean, maybe I'm a little biased to these Marvel games because we played Ultimate Alliance 1 and 2, and they were great. But you, I think you're really right in terms of the, the way of the mechanisms and how the overall gameplay is going to be. I feel like they went more to a graphic style that's a step below of what it used to be. So it's going to get run a little slower at more of a... um, What was the Spider-Man game that we used to... Um, the comic, the super comic book Ultimate, uh, Ultimate Spider-Man. Ultimate Spider-Man. I feel like the graphics are going to be more of an Ultimate Spider-Man caliber. Yeah, they're a little which, more which obviously... Which makes it feel a little more glitchy. Yeah, when, exactly. I'm glad when, you feel me. Yeah. When the first two games are run at like such like a, a clean, like gauntlet style. Yeah. Four-person overhead that that like we were able to work off each other and love it. Yeah. So I feel like the technology I'm, I'm excited about is also kind of the reason why it's going to suck. Because like trying to have our two... Sc- like say it's just you and me. We have our two screens together. And we're trying to do the moves where where 
our two characters especially have a move together when we use our specials. Yep, yep. If they're trying to portray it over, over two different systems and screens connected, you're going to get more lag than us on, on the same system playing yeah, yeah. that game as a flu- like a full fluidity. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. What I'm excited to see is like all the different characters, and they do say that like each character does their special together, and it's different. So it's not like you should expect the same thing if it's Iceman and Spider-Man, and then Iceman and Thor, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and it's like a Captain more... America and Iron Man is going to yeah. be different too, yeah. So I'm excited for all that, and I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick it up just because we used to play it all the time, and I'm excited to see what it's gonna be like. Oh, absolutely! I mean, I know there's gonna be hours locked between you yeah. and me together on this game. Yeah, absolutely. No doubt. Um, I think what uh, Nintendo's doing uh, really good right now is they're picking classic. No, not so much classic, but older games, maybe from let's say ten years ago, uh, and remastering them. So I remember the first thing I saw was the original Dark uh, Dark Souls. Of yep. the first one remastered. Yep, they did it. Uh, they're doing a little. I can't. I can't pull out things right now. But what they're doing right now is um, Assassin's Creed Three remastered. Yes, and I know that you've talked about this. So this is the Assassin's Creed that I didn't play. It's based in um, uh, Revolutionary co- War, yeah. right? Yeah, yep. Colonial yep. America. Yep, Colonial America, Revolutionary War, and you're uh, related to uh, Native American, right? Yeah, so. you're Connor, but you're the he. he your dad was like uh, old school assassin from England, and then so, came over. Yeah. That's a, like I said, that's a game I'd always picture on a PS4. So I'm always sitting in a, in a room with my console locked to a TV. Mm-hmm. So being able to, this is the convenience of the Switch here. Now it's coming on the Switch. I can take that game to work. To go, I can take it anywhere out. the fuck I want to go. <laughs> I could be I... sitting in the park playing Assassin's Creed Three now on a Switch. Yeah. Like that's, th- th- I I feel like that that the system is still gonna sell very, very well, and I feel that. Nintendo shouldn't shy away from it just for that sole fact because like we've talked about multiple games and then we look at a game that we've played and it's coming out remastered and we go no no but that's the game on the go now like yeah. that just changes it <laughs> yeah. now like it's and it's even better they're like, really oh utilizing the fact of the um, the like transportability of the Switch to like we'll, like we get to play Assassin's Creed like on the go now it's so two I think consoles that's in one we've, yeah. like we've we've always touched upon that it's two consoles in one and yeah. that's the big takeaway from yeah. that so I love they're remastering old like older games like that and bringing us to us now where we can just enjoy it again with great graphics because it's not like we're really like giving up uh, quality for to be able to play the game. So the Switch is honestly the graphics are amazing. The way it runs is perfect. You know. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you got to look at remasters, and I'm pretty sure um, on the new Nintendo Direct they touched into the new Legend of Zelda that they're gonna dive back into. I'm glad we're we're really on the same page as oh, uh, going along no. into these subjects. <laughs> Absolutely. I was gonna say, um what what is the title? Because I mean there's so It's many. Link's Awakening. So they're uh, they're redoing yeah. it from I don't know if it was a Game Boy or an old school Nintendo game. I'm pretty but, sure it was um, either a NES or SNES game. I, I think you're right, yeah. So I mean j- I got chills. I was watching the Nintendo Direct. I had to see what was new coming out in Nintendo yeah. and they waited. They went like 40 minutes before being like, oh, by the way, we're going to give you a throwback Legend of Zelda game. Yeah. And I just see him like on a little boat going to an island. I'm getting like chills in the, that, that like almost 8-bit style graphic. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's that's a game I would just I, like those old Legend of Zelda games are incredible. And it they're, they're long. They're, they're long and they're hard games. So being able to have that on a portable console. Is just a great game to always touch back into. It's something that like you'll always love, and I know that you're going to be super excited for that. Yeah, and I think what uh, the I don't know the type of innovation that that bigger Nintendo games are bringing to us right now are the realistic, crafted, like textured 
type of games. So that's what a Link's Awakening looks like, is that it's very um, shiny. It almost feels the leaves on it feel real, and it's more... It feels like it feels like a picture book. It feels like you're opening a projected picture book. It's minimalist, but also beautiful at the same time. Well, you know what like, I'm trying to like, say? It, it, it looks like it's almost paper, and if you were to reach out and touch it, it's so thin because of the detail and that like you're gonna tear it and tarnish it like you're really gonna break yeah. it. Yeah, and it's like you think of um, the old school eight bit, the original Link's Awakening, and wonder how it would translate into a newer game. And it just looks so fun. <laughs> it doesn't even look that hard. You know what I'm saying? It's, it just looks. I'm gonna enjoy it. I mean, I think it's just like maybe it's it's toward our demographic, the people that were young that couldn't understand the games when they played them when they originally came out on the consoles. Like I yeah. played Link's Awakening, I had an NES. Like my my dad was playing it, and I was you know yeah, six years yeah. old playing it. Yeah, you think I knew how to beat Link's Awakening at six <laughs> years old? Like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. No, of course I didn't. But like those are games that I love to go back into now because it gives you a greater appreciation for the games that come out now and like like Breath of the Wild, which is how far we've come yeah. with you know really? the Legend exactly. of Zelda thing like it just it makes you it gives you chills you just you just appreciate your childhood a little more on that absolutely dude so uh, before we continue we're gonna go into my favorite segment of uh, the Daily Nerd and it's called uh, what are you drinking well uh, we had to start off we had a nice beer split you know me and Vinny we're you know 50-50 guys here we started off with a uh, wonderful IPA is it a double IPA or an IPA I forget Jack picked it up uh, I think it's a double I think it might be a double uh, from Long Live, which we rave and rant about, of course, on the Daily Nerd. Huge fan. I think that's my favorite Rhode Island brewery. That's a hot take by John May. But uh, we split the Through These Eyes double IPA, and now we are on Ethios. Ethereus. Oh, jeez. See, that's, this is the one beer from Proc I never buy. Yeah. <laughs> you caught me. So, uh, yeah, we're cracking a nice Ethereus from Proclamation. It's always a solid. Anytime they have it open, it's like, okay, that's a safe bet. I'm going to pick it up, and I'm just going to enjoy it. I don't have to worry about getting a um, a new beer. Uh, like like their five sour triple IPA. I was excited, kind of underwhelmed. Wasn't sour. Yeah, but uh, cheers. <laughs> cheers. All right. Uh, yeah, this is this is a beer I've loved from Proc, and I'm pretty sure I've never bought this. Yeah. But it's it's just one of the solid flagships from our local hometown brewery, our home our home base. Yes, absolutely. So back to crafted games and more realistic feeling. Can I dive into uh, one game I've been really excited about actually that I, I haven't talked about a lot coming out on the Switch is um it's a uh, Machina is it X it's X Damien X Machina. Oh, uh, Damon Machina. Or something. Damon Machina. Yeah, yeah, it it has a really weird Japanese game, but uh, Japanese name. Sorry. Uh, but the touching back on what we were talking about with the, the new Zelda game that they're they're revamping with the graphics is that this this game is a, a almost like a, a Gundam styled game, but it's you know like everyone's in a machine suit bigger than a human body that can fly around jetpacks and stuff like that and fight each other. But it's it's a fighting style game, but the graphics are very comic booky. You yeah, know what I mean? It, yeah, and it's like it's it's an uh, it's an action RPG and it looks really cool. It reminds me of Zone of Vendors. You remember Zone of Vendors? Yes, yes. <laughs> so it's, or or um, Mecha Salt yeah. and any OG yep. original Xbox live people out here yeah. i mean i was playing mecha salt on that i've yeah. been out there and i think that's one of the great um uh points that i don't even think of bringing up is uh the nuanced games that is that's part of the nintendo collection is that you not only have these grand like zelda mario odyssey games that we've talked about and not only all these amazing uh niche 
platformer side scrollers is they have really cool ac- action RPGs and open world games like this Damon Machina. It looks really cool, dude, and it's just one of the very amazing games that they have to offer. It's just it's just funny because it's me looking at the, the watching the Nintendo Direct where they hit you with you know ten to twelve games and and you know eight of them are indie games by these independent platformers who are just putting out games. Which I I, I keep crediting the Nintendo Switch for the fact that they put so many indie games out that like if you have the online and you're trying to get as many games as you want, look into these games. You're going to find something that, that really treats you as a, as a true gamer of something that you enjoy that'll, that'll really hit you. Yeah. Honestly, and I think what Nintendo really does well, uh, just adding to how great they are, is they give demos, and they literally have a section of when you go into their eShop, it's like games with demos. Yeah. And so it's, uh, it's one of the greatest things that really adds to the plethora of things that they can do. And I think that's why I keep returning to the Switch because they have not only just regular amazing games, but they have games you couldn't even, I don't know, think of or necessarily be interested in unless you just kind of like gave it a go and adding to the demos. And even they give uh, discounts and free games for options and everything like that. It's it's pretty dope. So what I wanted to also get into as we were talking about crafted and uh, material games is Yoshi's Crafted World. So, I, me and Chrissy played Woolly World on the Wii U. I want to say it was on the Wii U, because, yeah, that's right, it wasn't on the Switch. And it was super cute. Um, the whole originality of it looking real and with all the yarn and, like, the original aspects to the gameplay was awesome. So, I'm excited for a crafted world. And they really, like, the way it looks, it just looks so real. And you can go through the level once, going through it, and then reverse it and see on the other side and go through it that way and see what you missed and shit like that. Can I ask, though? I gotta ask quick. You have the yarn emoji, right? Uh, uh, Amiibo, sorry. Amiibo, sorry. Yeah. Getting so into the fucking iPhone. (laughs) You have the the Woolly World Yoshi Amiibo for Nintendo, or, well, it was for the Wii U at the point. Yeah. They use them on Switch, I think, pretty sure, too, but... Yeah. That's funny. I, no, the thing I like about uh, Yoshi's uh, Crafted World, right, that's the game that's supposed to be coming out, is that it's now a plush Yoshi, which they have in the uh, the Super Smash game, which you get to see. I remember seeing him. And yeah, I was it's like, one of the skins. I was like, cool. I was like, where is this from? I haven't seen this before. And then I see the demo for this game, and I go, okay. And I was, the last Yoshi game I played, like as a platformer game, was Yoshi Island on N64, and I was a humongous fan of that game. I feel like that game is incredibly underrated. And this game just builds off that basis. It's it's the same style game where it's a side scroller to the world, but like you said, it gives you more than just the two D dimension. You can move further back into the foreground and stuff like that, and and flip around and head the other direction, and it it kind of gets you a little bit of a Castlevania feel, but it's still built in that next gen platform on the way it looks. Yep. So it it just really it it looks like a wonderful Yoshi game, like. Might not be the hardest game that you'll play, but it's a great game to pick up because oh, you'll dude, just you'll dude, just enjoy it, gets, it. No, dude, it gets fucking hard. <laughs> Me and Chrissy couldn't I mean, beat it. It's puzzles. It's a, it's a lot of puzzles. It's like, hard as shit, man. A little bit, of yeah. course. Um, but it com- it actually comes at the end of the month. It's a lot cl- it's a lot closer than I thought. So I'm excited for it. Do you think you'll pick it up? Truthfully, truthfully, I I don't think I'd pick it up originally, like straight off the bat for full price. But I I might uh I might might wait. A little month or two, and then dive into it, or maybe get on the store if there's there's a deal for there. Because, like I said, I I played Yoshi Island, and this this game looks like a Yoshi Island reboot to the to the next gen of yeah. what Nintendo's at right now. Yep. So I'm excited for it, absolutely, and it definitely looks like the type of uh, co-op 
game that's just more than Mario Party. Like it gets, I get to play it with Chrissy. Exactly. And we get to challenge ourselves and pl- and do the puzzles and really enjoy the game because from its originality and the way you get to play well, it. I was gonna say, isn't there a uh... Toad's Treasure Hunter 2. It's a remaster of the oh, okay. original one. Oh, it's just an expansion. Uh, I, I mean, it's just an expansion on the original one, yeah, I believe. N- That's what you're right. Not to like diss it or anything. It's a great game if you haven't played it. It's really fun. You get to shift. It's like um it's another puzzle game where you're toad and you have to figure out how to get all these but things. But you can on play co op fully in this one. That's the big thing they were saying is well, that yeah, you can you, play a full co op on yeah, this one. Yeah. So well, which seems really cool. I was like, oh, having two people could it can make the difference on on a puzzle game like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but to the more heads the better. So, and even what I liked about uh, Captain Toad was that like the fact that you shift the level around to figure out how to solve the puzzles. Exactly. There's multiple view angles of the level which yeah. allow you to see hidden chambers and different areas on how you can shift the puzzle pieces. Yeah. It's 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 a really fun game. If you which if you haven't checked it out and you want to switch and you're listening, please fucking check it out. It's a great, it's a great game. Um, so on to Super Mario Maker. The second one out comes out in June, and I gotta say I never played the original one. I see, I know it's a huge thing in the Nintendo community, but the trailer for it it looks so much fun. They add not only the original eight bit type of Mario gameplay, but they add the newer Super Mario uh, like it's, like uh, graphics. Super Mario and, Island. Yeah, well, well the the newest game, the new Super Mario that came out, it's like Super Mario Brothers, and they yes. include the original one from Wii U and the newer Luigi. Well, well yeah, one. with with the Maker tools, they they let you scroll between the gens of 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 all the mario platformers you've ever played i mean i'd never played the the first one i didn't have a wii u which is what it came out on so i never got uh i it, it's a game i feel like i would have dove into but i'm i'm more of a player than a builder i mean i i appreciate engineering I'm, i have a mind for engineering i feel stuff. the same way i'm not that creative but i'm not <laughs> created i'm not created enough to like make a level that's gonna kill 99 percent of the people who play it like i'm not that smart that i'm just gonna build this mario death level that, yeah like someone is gonna try to, to run through and then yeah, like yeah. one guy hits me up being like after the a thousandth play i made it yeah. it's like it's like no i'm not i'm not that much of a diehard mario fan but like give me a new game and i'll, I'll run through the world but you, you're right though the second one of the mario maker series coming out really expanded on on just giving a tight niche to what you could build into saying what's every mario game that's ever came out as a as a side scroller and let us give you every option yeah to build this side scroller into the death trap that i was just describing like yeah they want the creative people to come out and make these impossible levels <laughs> and i gotta admit dude i mean there, there are crazy ass levels i've seen stuff online i've seen uh well, course, how popular I mean, some people's levels can be dude, honestly more popular than some of the there's, games there's people that like get off by this game i'm telling <laughs> you like it's it it really is yeah so by them making a second one and allowing the like the building range of what you do to get deeper. Like there's going to be people that make these worlds and you're going to stumble up. Like watch, there's going to be some YouTube videos that come out about people that just cannot beat these insane death traps. Like it's, that's, that's what this game benefits off. Yeah. So I'm I'm very happy for that coming out. I would love to dive into it and maybe make something to fuck around with you or some of my friends to try to play with, yeah, but I yeah. don't think it's going to be anything special. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, as we keep uh, rifling through the titles, one thing that was uh, revealed, and honestly hasn't been as talked about as I would like, is Animal Crossing. It has been slated for 2019. It is the first one, I want to say, in seven years. And... Um, so I'm just not sure. I, I don't know what they're going to add more to the game to make it um, 
I don't know, like just uh, modern for the Switch. I w- well, you ha- you have to look at this and go, this is the first hard TV console Animal Crossing they've made since in a the while. Or- no, no, since the original. Yeah, on, on the GameCube. Yeah, every other Animal Crossing has been put out on strictly a portable device in, in terms of Nintendo, like a 3DS, 2DS, Advance, or, any- or anything like that. You know what I mean? Or a DS. So you've gotten what, like three? Because you've gotten two full games or three full games out of the the DS series, and then you had the game that built off of it. What was the the one with the uh, the home designer? Home designer. So so you got three to four games on just portable devices. So I feel that Animal Crossing, like as its strict division, should look at what made everyone rant and rave about when it first came out on the GameCube. And then you take the advantages of the portable device and you use it to give us a throwback feel of playing on a home console with the advantages of being able to go portal with this game because it is a multi-use console that we have here. So I want them to try to go as close back to the, the GameCube version on this version, but use all the advantages of the past games to tie it. That's in. exactly what I want. <laughs> so I want so much more well, into this game. The, the, I'm gonna comment on the the last one that came out on the, on the DS. The thing that pisses me off is you get a slingshot and you 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 get the presents. There's gonna be presents tied to balloons. They made balloon furniture, balloon clothing. You have balloon hats. I don't care about any of that. <laughs> Give me back the the GameCube style. Oh, I see a present with a balloon. I take it down with my slingshot. I paid. You know, a hundred and fifty bells for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me a, a Excite Bike emulator. Give yeah. me a. I know that's y- one y- thing y- you miss about the originals. <laughs> the emulators. That was the yeah. best thing about the GameCube version, and really, like, I want it. All, all it is is they're paying tribute to themselves. They're paying tribute to people that played the original Nintendo game. So, like, as someone who did, I would just love to play that lifestyle daily check-in game. But be able to like trick out my house with like, yo, excite bikes up on the upstairs. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just I I love Animal Crossing. I only played it because of you. You introduced me to it, and it's just it's a lifestyle game that's just so much fun and easygoing, and it's all stuff you want to do. It's 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 kind of relaxing. It's the Nintendo Sims. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> yeah. And uh, but I I'm, love that you can play with friends too. Yeah. Like, we've, like I we've... hope there's more interactive stuff other than just like coming to each other's towns and the island. I hope there's more I mean, to it. As it being a newer game, I feel like there's definitely going to be more customization to the city and. You think it's going to be build... a city? Uh, no, it'd be it's, cool. It's still going to be a town, actually. Yeah, it's really okay. It'd be more if it was a little more uh, well, modern town. I like, instead I like, of, like, I like a how town. I like how they still do the camp town. And I like how when you can go over the bridge, there's the main strip, yeah. which is like the strict business of stuff. You know what I mean? It's like everyone's going to have that same strict business of, of the main shops that you go to that, to, to get all your stuff. Mm-hmm. But then your town itself is fully independent and customizable, which is going to be random compared to everyone. And I do like the fact that Animal Crossing has always been about if you have friends... People from each town are going to move around town. So yeah, then you and your yeah. friends get pissed. You're like, my coolest dude from my town moved to Vinny's town. Yeah. What the fuck? Like- and I hope that like um, you can take the customization to a next level. I mean, not to say that Animal Crossing doesn't already do that, but with the QR codes in the DS New Leaf, is that you could scan um, tiles and make war- like roads in your town. Yep. But you're taking that to the next level yourself. That's not something the game necessarily gives to you. you well, know? that was like the dream world thing that they like hinted with. with that last, that which shit was, was weird. It was weird yeah, though, because yeah. like the fact they made it like a dream world just made it seem sketchy. But it's like 
someone who's really good at this game made a doper world than you. You want to see it? <laughs> yeah. So I'm excited for it, man. Well, I'm absolutely going to pick it up, and I just hope it's amazing. Yes. Oh, I mean... I hope it'll be uh, multiplayer, because it's going to be on the home console. You think it I mean, could be? I mean, I think I think that fully it's going to be multiplayer, just based on, like, the way the Switch is set up, it's meant to be played with multiple people, and if you have a Switch and your friend has a Switch, you're going to benefit from it, and they're going to make you benefit from it. Yeah. So... The more switches, the better. That's the way that I think Nintendo looks at it. It's like if say you're a group of four friends hanging out playing, instead of having four Joy Cons to play on one Switch, they want four switches in the same room. Yeah. Well, not only that, just like being able to play uh, two player with one console, like with the DS, like uh, that's a game me and Chris would play side by side together. We both had it, but that's the thing; it was a portable little handheld thing. Well, yes. the Switch is more than that. So, so that... I, I would hope that it would be like me and Chrissy could still play together on the same game at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Do you think like, that'd be possible? I th- see now. That's that's weird where that where that game gets a little deeper into the, like the Animal Crossing development of it where they, where they go how many people do we have that have this game at one house with two players in the same house to try to make them play at the same time so there's no overlap. Yeah. But the way they did it before was say you had two players in the same house. You lived in the same town but you couldn't play at the same time. Yeah. So you guys would have houses that were you guys were neighbors with each other but you can't play at the same time. Yeah. So maybe they can change it up, and it would be the first time that you'd see this in an Animal Crossing game where you can have a, a full two-player co-op at the same time. It would be interesting to see if they could, if that's what happens, if they can do that, what the dynamic of the game would be. Would you be the mayor? Would someone else be the mayor and you're just a villager again? You know, what or, if, would... or if they're in you know, the, the city council with you. <laughs> oh my god, we're taking it to the next level of city councils. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, it's like the city senate. You got like the yeah, four people yeah. that live here that <laughs> the are four all... big wigs. You're going to vote on everything. It's like, yeah, we they want, can we want only be four seats. That's how many slots you have. <laughs> Dude, it had to be five. You need an odd number. Because yeah. if you have to vote on anything, I mean, it's Animal Crossing. If you want to get anything done. If it goes 50-50, Isabel's going to be like, you know what, this is what I, I bring, want. Yeah, fuck all I, of you. Isabel's a tiebreaker. <laughs> That's wicked funny. So, we- <laughs> I'm so excited for Animal Crossing. That's no, out of I mean, all the games we've talked about. I'm so that's the one I'm most excited for. Animal Crossing's never done us wrong in any of the games they've ever made. So it's like we're all gonna get, we're all gonna buy it. We're all gonna play it. We're all gonna pair each- compare each other's towns to each other. Yeah, it's like the most micromanaged version of it's. It's like Second Life from <laughs> Nintendo. Like we're all like, you see this better life I'm living in my game. I'm way cooler than you. Can I come to your town and hang out with you? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You, like want to chill while we chill. So, uh, we got two heavy hitters left. Fire Emblem, three houses. Now, I I never uh, played the old school Fire Emblem games. I only played Fire Emblem Awakening for the DS, and that was an amazing game. The story was good. The way Fire Emblem plays as being a turn-based RPG is good. I enjoy it because it's tough for me to really get into a turn-based being an ARPG lover myself. So um, I'm excited for this one because the story seems incredibly in-depth. You pick three houses and they all battle together in this one kingdom. And the way the um, action works, it's always been um, like a like a, um, a tile base. You can only move a number amount of spaces type of game. And it's like an all-out war like you're playing. It's, it's, you're, it's, it's battles. It's really story. So is it, is it a live action though? Like like you control a person fighting? No, or it's is turn it like turn-based. You pick, you so pick it's more you of do. Final Fantasy now then versus the tile base. Yeah, right? well it's still tile base, but it's the way that the board is shaped. So you, your character can only use so many spaces throughout the entire thing and what i like about the animation 
PlayStation and how it's really amping it up for the Switch is that, like, it's not only just, like, okay, so I'm an archer and I go next to this person with a sword. You zoom in and sees them just shoot a bow real quick and hit him. Now it's, like, there are guys around you. You set up formations. It really looks like a full-out battle. And it really gets me excited because it's more, it adds more and it adds more excitement to wanting to play. See, now, I, I've watched this. I've... I have never been a Fire Emblem player. Like, I only know it from playing as the characters in a Smash game. <laughs> so, I'm the op- absolute opposite. But I, I, I understand the game is that tile, turn-based combat. And I've never really had any of the Fire Emblem games try to, like, pull me and lure me. But in this Nintendo Direct, they talk about this new this new one coming out. And I'm actually kind of pulled into it. I'm, like, interested. As, yeah, as a person who's not into the... I mean, like, I played... Like I said, Paper Mario, which is a turn-based combat game. But it's not a tile turn-based. It was like, you know, you'd walk out in a live world, then you'd have a battle, which was turn-based. This one is tile, moving in formation, turn-based combat. And the way that they're developing the story out of this game... With the three houses, you pick a house, and the way, like, it, it seems that this, this is the story by Fire Emblem where, like, I'm more curious about how the actual story unfolds versus being picky about the gameplay, which makes me, as someone who wouldn't be a player of this style game, actually want to play it, because I'm like, you know what, like, I'm actually really curious about the story build behind this game, which doesn't happen very often as a game player, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, usually, you, you just want to play based on the gameplay. Yeah. This is a game that makes me want to play based on the story. Yes, I fully agree. And that's something that uh, Fire Emblem's always done really well, is that they include different paths and ways to play the game. So the la- so I played Awakening, and I don't know if it was the next game series after that or before, but it was um, Birthright and Conquest or something like that, and I played it because I liked Awakening. And there were ter- two different versions of the same story, and they were really fun, but it was just more of the same. And that's why I'm excited for Three Houses, because, like I said, the animation, the way the the battle style works, has me all excited. And the fact that like they're, your character in the beginning is fully customizable, you know, and you pick these three houses that are obviously very different, and it makes me want to already play the game again and see the different ways that the story unfolds. Yeah, see, as as a person who's like just a huge RPG style player, that looks like the 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 like the build for a perfect RPG. Yeah, but like I said, as someone who's not crazy about the style of gameplay the game is, I'm still so interested in it because the possibilities of the way the game can turn out to, to people is so different. That yeah. like no matter what, you're gonna enjoy and have fun, and the game's gonna challenge you. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. Those games get fucking hard. So uh, I'm I'm happy you're excited about it too because it, it looks so though. good. It's funny though because like I I know that you've played some of the Fire Emblem games. I've never been a Fire Emblem person, but I literally like hit you up about this game and went like, "Oh shit! Like this new Fire Emblem game looks serious." Yeah, like, like I'm excited. Might have to actually like dive into this and play this one. And what's cool about them is that like I don't know if it'll be the same um, as it was in Awakening, but you make a character and let's say we're in it's the same fully area. It's customizable, which well, was huge. Which was what you well, said. Well, only that, like, but you get to play like online and stuff like that against other people. And let's say you make John May in your characters, you can come over, like play local with me, and I get to like download your character and put it into my like roster of. Uh, See, that's. There's only one game on my DS that ever did that, and that was the Attack on Titan. Yeah, I know. Oh, my God. (laughs) Shouts out. (laughs) Yeah, hell yeah. So let's close it out on Pokemon. So 
as always, we are huge. We, we're huge Pokemon fans. Of course, I've of course. loved it, and um, we've been there since day one. Hell we yeah, we want to be the very best. Yeah, <laughs> that no one ever was. So it gets me. It, the child inside gets so excited. There's a new Pokemon game. It's the first original one for the Switch. Um, who knows what could be added more to it? But I have such a bad taste in my mouth from Sun and Moon that I am so skeptical. Okay, see. I feel you on like the the like I never even played Sun and Moon. All right, you, like you need to understand like like my Pokemon opinion is 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 very hard true to what it is, and I've told you about this for years. I think that they should have like I played Diamond and Pearl. That's the last one I got into, and I played two and I beat. So that was when the DS first came out. I thought you got uh, Alpha Sapphire. Yes, but that's a remake. Okay, but in you terms still, of, you it was still like a it was still it was like still, the newest style of the Pokemon newest game. Pokemon game I got was Alpha, Alpha Sapphire or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel in terms of story, so and, in in terms of like new story, new new Pokemon coming out, Diamond and Pearl, last ones I got, and I still say firmly that Ruby and Sapphire is where they should have ended. They should have done three <laughs> yeah. generations of Pokemon. They should have just kept that and then fully built on the dedication to making that three generations like. A wonderful, enjoyable thing. Mm-hmm. I I never fucked with X and Y. I never fucked with Black and White. So the fact that I see them coming out with now a Sword and Shield with once again all new Pokemon and like what are they up to now? Like two thousand fucking Pokemon? Like something crazy? I, I could run into. They're only gonna give me twelve hundred of the two thousand in the yeah, one yeah, game yeah, I yeah. buy. Yeah. But like the possibilities of running into a Rattata versus you know a fucking the zigzagoon or yeah, yeah you know yeah. what i mean like i see i, I was like i I, would, I just wanted more recognition of of like the pokemon that i know are dope yeah yeah and yeah. know that are weaker so that's why i wanted them to stop where they did but the thing that makes me really curious about this game is so i heard i've had friends that bought uh let's go eevee Let's go Pikachu. Uh, me? Yes, obviously. <laughs> and I have a couple other Switch friend owners. All right? Okay, all right. Sorry. Disclose no name. You don't know them. Uh, that have told me that like the way the graphics are on the Switch to show this game as you know a face down look on is so much better than what it originally was on the first Game Boy when you played Red or Blue for the first time. And I kind of understand that. And I've seen the trailer for Sword and Shield and... I feel like they really try to immerse you into this world now that like you really feel like you're there. Yeah. Like you, you, when you played the older games, you, you you were more attached to your Pokemon party and, and and your power and how you could just beat other people in a battle. You weren't caring about the world that you walked around in. I mean, I mean, based on location, certain things were there, but now the way the graphics are in these new games, like they show you the location and like. I feel like they try to really immerse you in in where you are. Like like they're doing such a better visual job of making these games next gen yeah. that it, that it really gives you a feel of of being there. Now. Absolutely, dude. And that's one thing that I really want to comment on is that um, because this is the first new title for the Switch, is that it already looks like there's more exploration areas. You can go into the nooks and crannies of these areas that necessarily you don't always get to do in Pokemon games. And so it's uh, more on that is like, what more are they going to add to the gameplay of it to make it um, better for the player in terms of playing a new Pokemon game as opposed to just walking around the level? I was like, oh, I have to go this way because there's a block. Okay, that's like it. You know what I'm saying? There's got to be more to it. And on back to your comment about 
the newer Pokemon, I feel you. When I played Sun and Moon, there were some characters in there. I was like, I, this is, did this really need I to be I just made? feel like they've gotten lazy but, when it comes to naming Pokemon yeah, and stuff. Like, but I will say that these new, new starters, first of all, the starters always got to look class A. So they do. I like these starters. They're pretty cute. Yeah. And I can't wait to see what they look like. I haven't seen any of the third evolutions. I've just seen They them. haven't I've released them yet. First. You I've know I would have showed you. <laughs> I really hoped you would have. So, like, like, no, oh, they, they haven't been released that's yet. That's why you say they're cute. Because yeah. you, you, you didn't say they were cute and they turned to bad. They're fucking dope. So I really hope that they do a good job with the new Pokemon in this game. I understand it's annoying. You know, there there's 700 plus Pokemon, but I hope they do a good job with adding more. You know what I'm saying? And because that's one of the things that kind of well, does it for me, where I I'm like, is this really needed? And that's what kind of not tarnishes the title of Pokemon, but it makes me feel bad. And I want good design Pokemon that I get, you know, you want to please some crowd, look good, but give me some good, look, statted, and cool-looking Pokemon. Look, I mean, if you're an OCD Pokemon man, Nintendo sees you out here. They've always rewarded the man who has been buying the Pokemon games every single time they release a new one because they allow you to trade up. And if you have a perfect EV Pokemon, which... The true Pokemon players know about EVs and IVs. If you want to have the, you know, the coolest Gengar that's out there, you get a perfect EV and IV Gengar. Well, it's, uh, I but mean, no, no, I have to say, N- Nintendo is always rewarding the people. So say that you were there on Sun and Moon and you got that one Pokemon you loved who was perfect. He's going to carry over into the next game. And, I mean, that's part of the allure of Pokemon where I feel like I've been taken away. was that They allow you to EV train now so easily. Where, like, people that weren't at, at a higher intelligence of the game to, like, do that would go. Now they're, like, kind of openly presenting to you being like, oh, no, this is a thing. Do it. When there was people that, like, researched a little more and were like, no, no, I'm going to be better than you. But yeah. you're not going to know why I'm better than but you. But I got to say, that's not something that I'm, that's, like, not, it's it's really not necessarily, like, that's needed Pokemon for every to, that's Pokemon That's Pokemon to trainer. the 10th level, though. You know what I mean? That's that's playing Pokemon to an A-plus level as a player. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I mean, that's... I'm looking more for, like, what kind of elements are they going to add more to the game to make it a better game? You know, everyone make knows it, about... No, no, the, make, make it a more enjoyable experience of, of a gameplay. I yeah, know what you mean. I know yeah. what you mean. So, the, the, the entire map, G- Galar, I think the region's called, it looks cool. Well, there's a bunch of, like, environmental, like, different, like, there's, like, foggy areas, there's ice lands, there's lakes, there's, like, well, f- volcanoes and mountains. It looks incredible cool. I think that's what ties us into the originals, which, like, what makes you like the originals? Oh, there's a sleepy Snorlax that, that blocks your path, and you have to have the Pokemon flute to go there. You need to have the SSN ticket to get on the SSN, which gets you to a certain gym or does a certain thing. Then you have, you know, the three legendary birds or the three legendary dogs of the game, which allow you to get to, like, all right, I've beaten all the gyms. Now I need to get the legendary Pokemon. Now I got to hit the Elite Four. You know, that's that's the allure of the Pokemon game that, like, really just pulls you in. Yeah, but to... what more can they add to it to make it better? You know what I'm saying? I just think like, that... Like, there's always, it's, there's always the uh, classic things, like the Elite Four, the legendary the legendary Pokemon. You know, they. That's... I want more... Uh... Like, uh, just more to the game, you know? I mean, that's that's just where I was saying, like, I feel like they should have stopped on third gen because... Yeah, but you did, Pokemon's no, too big. You no, know no, that no, they weren't going to do three that. three generations, that gives you three Elite Fours, and you could build, you know, a Super 12 or something, like... And that's how you, like, masterfy an endgame. You know what I mean? Like, it's like building a trilogy for a movie. Yeah. I just feel that Pokemon is at the point now where they're spreading themselves so thin by making so much... But still following the same, like, 
game DNA where it's like, yeah. there's always going to be eight badges. You're always going to face an Elite Four where it's like, people our age who have been playing every generation, and what generation is this, like, eight now? Like, yeah. You're just at so, the point where you just go, I've done this. Like, I've been here. Like, yeah. how many times do I have to prove to you guys that I can do this? Like, that's so, that's my only Back, back to my skepticism about it. This That's why I don't know how this game is going to play out. Can they really make a good game to revitalize how I feel about it and really make me uh, want to dive back in and make it different than the rest of what we've been added up to? You know what I'm saying? I just feel like in terms of typing and and uh, moves for Pokemon, like if, if you're going to make new Pokemon and you're going to make them look different, that's fine. But give me new moves. Okay. Give me new animations. Yep. Give me new typing pairings that make me go, oh shit, like this Pokemon's special. You know what I mean? Yeah, like something yeah, that yeah. makes you really latch on. To like, say, like I'm kind of hoping for like a a double type on the starters. You know what I'm saying? Because I did that with Sun and Moon. You had uh, the the third evolution of Rowlet that was Ghost Grass. That's fucking dope. That's dope. You, 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 how many times have you seen that? Like, there's what, like two Ghost Grass double types? Literally in, two. In, out of like a thousand Pokemon yeah, like, that's yeah, ever made, you know? Yeah, yeah so, they, they need to dive into more of that, I feel, to, to, to draw me in. Yeah. Because I feel like I'm almost done with the Pokemon franchise, but... Will, you, will as, you pick it up? No. No? I, I won't. I'll be honest. I won't. I think you're wrong. <laughs> I think you're going to see what it's like, and I think you're going to pick it up I just because. If, if I'm going to pick anything up, I'm going to pick up Sword, because I saw it's the blue-colored one, and yeah, I just yeah. base myself off of the color blue. That's more or less the question I want to get to. It's it's what Pokemon game are you going to pick up, right? You know? Sword over sword. shield. <laughs> yeah. I'm a, I'm a man who fights by the sword. I'm not a, I'm not a defensive yeah. man. I'm an attack yeah. man. It also matters on what kind of Pokemon are going to be on each, you know? Yeah, Classic that's, Pokemon. That's the, yeah, the biggest problem I still have with Pokemon. Classic Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, that was it, man. We really rifled through the titles. We got through everything I want to talk about. Um, I mean, was there any more you wanted to add on the Switch? No, I mean, we, we've really covered it. We've just praised Nintendo for pretty much an hour straight right now about new titles, the same titles, the advancements of their system, why it's great to play with your friends, why it's always been great to play with your friends. I mean, yeah. Nintendo sponsored the Daily Nerd. Yeah, that's what's happening. <laughs> so yeah, man, it was a great podcast. Thanks for talking to me. Uh, hey, thank, I'm glad. Thank we you could. for having me. I mean, I'm all, always happy to be here. Yeah, so I appreciate you coming in and uh, listen. Thanks for uh, listening to the episode. You can like us on Facebook and follow our website, uh, DailyNerdBlog.com, and uh, check out for our podcasts. They usually come out on Thursdays. And thanks for listening. Peace. Yeah.